besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Talking the team hailing from the mighty Waikato, it's Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yeah, welcome into Chiefs Mana for a Tuesday evening. It's just gone 7.34 and I'm joined in studio uh, as he is every week uh, by Ian Jones. G'day Ian, another famous victory mate. Yeah, kia ora mana, um, kia ora listeners, yeah, another good victory, I mean, Wonderful game. Uh, congratulations, I guess, got to say to the Waratahs turning their seasons around. Uh, they added, I think, to the performance of a Saturday afternoon. How good was that? Yeah. It just felt right, didn't it? It did, yeah. It just felt good. Saturday afternoon, sun in the back, you know, a decentish uh, crowd along to watch their beloved Chiefs play. Uh, I thought that the Waratahs, after last season's disaster for them, turned things around and they contributed, as I said, to the wonderful performance. But, yeah, no, the Chiefs, uh, innovative. I thought they brought new tactics to the game. I thought they were good both sides of the ball. Attack, uh, defence, got the job done. Got the job done really well. Yeah, they did. Um, as we mentioned, 39-15 was the final score in the end. Uh, as you mentioned, the, the Waratahs turned it around. I mean, last year they were the Horatars. Super Rugby Trans-Tasman last year was, how many points can you run up against the Waratahs? And then we'll, we'll settle the competition on points differential. This year they've made the playoffs, um, but they were still guilty of a few errors, and that's where I think the Chiefs got away on them a little bit. Yeah, I thought the, area, uh, the, the Chiefs are just complete, you know. And the, one of the most pleasing things about the Chiefs is that everyone, A, did their job and mm. did their job really well. They didn't allow at any time both attack and defence the Waratahs to settle when you don't allow the opposition to settle, that's when mistakes kind of start to happen. So that just builds that pressure, which is constant pressure. And I thought the Chiefs, and, and certainly that Luke Jacobson try, we can talk about that Brad Weber one as well, but the Luke Jacobson try was a fine example of that. That was just kind of everyone doing their role, doing their job, not allowing the Waratahs at all to settle Into on those rhythm, occasions, yeah. having patience. And I think the Chiefs over the last probably six weeks, but definitely over the last three weeks, have got more patient. Uh, when this team can string phases together, build momentum, and it takes maybe seven to eight phases against New Zealand side to get over that game line and get some, mm. you know, go forward, start kind of sucking in that defence, then they can score some tries. I think we saw early on this competition where they kind of rush things a bit, maybe try to play rugby a little early. Uh, that's when those mistakes start to happen. Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point you raise. I mean, I just kind of looked at it through my, you know, uh, clouded lens of watching it and thinking, well, They've just made a bunch of mistakes, the Waratahs. I don't know how much you can read into that, but it's a great point. They, they didn't just make mistakes. The mistakes were forced on them, weren't they? But yeah, absolutely. Building pressure. And I mean, we talk a lot, don't we? We talk a lot about you, know, you retain the ball for long periods of time. You build the intensity. You can control the game. Uh, and that's very much what New Zealand sides are about. This is very much what the Crusaders' legacy has been about, You know, holding the ball, uh, getting in the right field position, building pressure, Pressure turns to points. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of a bit of a rugby 101, really. Yeah, I mean, it sounds simple, but I mean, it wins competitions, doesn't it? Yeah, um, it wins competitions, both defence, though, Manai and attack wins competitions. And I think uh, you know, we would talk about the attack scene with the Chiefs, which is, say, they brought some innovation to the game. We talked a lot, haven't we, in this competition, that the winner, I believe, of this competition, we're the one that innovates, one that actually changes things up. Mm. We start to see that in the weekend. But on the flip side of that, the defence, 
that the Chiefs display, and they'll have a lot of defence when they won in Christchurch in the year, and they'll have a lot of defence this coming weekend. It was both sides of the ruck. I think that was a really pleasing thing. Mm. And uh, we talked about some new tactical innovations I think the Chiefs brought to the game, and one of them clearly was their, their lack of players that were sending to the breakdown. Only yeah. one player con- contesting the breakdown. Uh, often you know, Quinta Pye did it brilliantly in the midfield, but normally only one. And that just spread the 14 out, others in that around yeah. um, on both sides of the ruck, and they pushed up really hard. So I thought that was quite a clever and worked really well in the weekend. The other thing that we started to see a lot more, once more, Quinta Pye had just a whale of a game. And another innovation, we've seen, of course, Leggy's doing this for years and, and brilliant at it, those one-on-one strips. Yeah. Very hard, of course, on the ground because he's not allowed to contest the football. Yeah. But in the air, when the knee's not quite hit the ground, you can. And these guys are so strong. Well, and Quince the Chiefs got yeah. probably three well, the turnovers, the strips, call them what you want. So moving that transition, which New Zealand teams are very good at, mm. from that defence to attack, bang, bang, like that. So yeah. I thought the strip was a really good play. Do you think you – I mean, we'll get into the, the, the next game against uh, Canterbury, but do you, do you feel like the Crusaders are looking at that and saying, you know, hey – this is what they're going to try and do. We need to be aware of that, or, or? oh, hundred percent. Because they're going to, I mean, very talented coaching staff. Clearly, very experienced players. Great break dancer. Clearly, and will absolutely understand what they're going to do. But understanding and adjusting your body height, which you've been running in quite high the whole season, mm. because that's what you're kind of told to do. Yeah. Um, then to adjust it to kind of tuck your shoulder, tuck your shoulder, tuck the ball. Well, then you're tucking it away from your team as well. It's trying to zero in on that ball. That's quite a big adjustment. Clearly, they've, they've seen it happen. Yeah. Uh, but seeing it happen, making the switch in your head and doing that under pressure uh, is totally different things. Just on the um, only committing the, the single player to the mm. breakdown, what, how do you combat that then as, as the opponent? What would the, what would the Crusaders be looking to do against the Chiefs this weekend? Well, I was, that's a good question, Manai, uh, and I was looking at the weekend too, and I think the way to combat it is actually a pick and drive, go through the middle, because you see the Chiefs fanning at both sides, and the only guy tucked in behind the ruck was the halfback, Brad Weber. Now, you, the, 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 big, the big grunters from, from the Crusaders, they start picking and driving, you've got to see, picture that in your head, what that has to do to the, the Chiefs defensive line, they have to fold in, they have to fold back to stop that pick and drive, and what that does then is clearly creates some opportunities Space elsewhere. So I think that's where um, the Crusaders or an opposition uh, to the Chiefs may look to do it, may look to pick up and create a mall. Once more you create a mall, you start staying on your feet, driving uh, up those those middle channels towards the, the goalposts. Once more, same effect that the opposition have to, Commit more to fold in. Mm. Um, we'll get on. We'll get into the game um, next week uh, in the next break uh, after the ads. But uh, before we do that, Brad Weber was electric. He had some had some great little injections into the game. How good was he? And, and was he the sort of player of the game for you? Did he have the biggest impact, or was it someone else? Uh, well, he's a halfback, so no, he's never going to be the player of the game for me, mate. <laughs> Give me the tip. Uh, right there, but he was good because he's he has. He has a speed to snipe, hasn't he? Mm. And when he can snipe and just ha- have the knowledge that he has to snipe, he has to hold a defence. With Quinta Pye playing the way he is and the, and the angles that he can run, he has to hold a defence, which is starting to bring Bryn Gatlin right into the game. Bryn Gatlin's played outstanding the last two weeks and deserving great. of that spot at first receiver at number 10. But I think that's a lot to do with the 9 and the 12, that whole combination there brilliantly. 
Um, once more, we saw that tactically, uh, that new, I mean, A, that beautiful line-out throw, went 25 metres Spot on, oh, bang for Brad Webber's try. That is yeah. ridiculous. That is under pressure. That is a brilliant bit of skill right there. Was it an overthrow? No, no, what, what clearly <laughs> wasn't an overthrow because it was just bang on the mark to Bryn yeah. Gatlin. He held those two inside runners, popped it beautifully to Brad Webber coming around. But the, the reason why Brad Webber had that hole is because Quinn Dupire and Alex Nandick were once more running lines off the ball. Uh, whoever that uh, at that time the right winger was 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 inside Gatlin. So there was people in motion, mm. and people in motion. Man, who the hell do you to, to, um, defend against? And that gave Brad Weber that opportunity. And just very quickly on players, Manai, I thought mm. Alex Nankerville uh, a lot more effective in the 13 jersey. Remember the week before, is that 14 oh, jersey yeah. against Fiji bombed a couple of uh, opportunities down that left hand flank. Uh, a lot more effective. And 13, I expect to see him there uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Big game up this weekend against the Crusaders down in Christchurch. We're going to dive into that game right after these ads. Yeah, that's right. We are talking uh, all things Chiefs here on SNZ. It's just gone 7.47. Manaya in for Ricardo. Ian Jones in alongside me. And the Chiefs heading down to Christchurch to take on the Crusaders uh, this weekend in the semi-final of Super Rugby for 2022. What concerns you, if anything, for the Chiefs heading down there? Well, first of all, I'm pumped for the game. Oh. I, I hope everyone can feel that because I'm absolutely pumped for the game. This is this is what they've worked so hard for. They've given themselves the opportunity. They're in kind of semi-final contention. And, and they can only ever focus on this game, right? You yeah. and I can talk about far how great would it be win this game in the final at Eden Park and made happy days. We're going to have such a great uh, season. We've been talking about this for weeks and weeks, but... For the team, they just got to focus on this game. The concern kind of I had coming out of the weekend's matches up against a, a brilliant coaching staff, really good wingers in particular for the Crusaders is the way they were starting to defend. And look, and Clayton McMillan and Warren Gatlin will probably have their theories on how they're defending. But I mean, I know Jonah Lowe got caught out leading a try, but both wingers for the Chiefs seem to be jamming in, coming in, turning their shoulders in pushing in really hard for that kind of outside defender for the mm. opposition and leaving opportunities, leaving space uh, on the outside. Clearly the fullback's coming across and he's meant to be covering, but boy, with the, the stepping ability of the Crusaders winger, oh. in particular Seve Reese, if we give them the, the outside, I'm scared they'll take it uh, for one and then burn us with, a, with an inside step. So the cover coming across, you know, conditions down there that can be a little bit, uh, Dewey can be a little bit damp underfoot. So, you know, when you're stepped on the inside, you don't get, it's hard to get a good purchase to stop. So those kind of things mm. like that worry me a little bit. Uh, we lost a couple of lineouts when um, Slater came on, you know, so throwing under pressure. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to nail those opportunities right to the 80th minute. Or just so throw it straight over the top like that. <laughs> yeah, well, absolutely. You can be innovative, but you just, you've got to mix things up. You yeah. know, and the opposition know you have to mix things up. Uh, but this this game, like the game, or well, all the games against New Zealand opposition, will come down to the 80th minute. You know, all those all those moments when you come up, come off the bench, you have to nail from from the first throw, from the mm. first kind of put into the scrum, from the first time you receive the ball. It's got to be seamless, uh, and those things do worry me a little bit because sometimes you see a drop off and you can't drop off against Crusaders, mate. You can't drop off against any side. No, and and. And I know at training that often the reserves aren't putting it well, aren't given the same opportunity to do the same work under pressure as the starting 15. Uh, and, and I know 
once more, I don't want to say anything bad about the coaching staff because they'll, they'll know more than you and I, but they've got to be nailed right to the wire, yeah. absolute right to the wire, because that's what it's coming down to. Home advantage to me is a thing. Yeah, this is what I was going to ask you. How big is home advantage for the Crusaders? Well, it's a huge thing because uh, one thing, it's it's a funny old ground uh, down there in, in Rickerton. It's a it's a small ground, so the, the four sides are really close uh, to the sideline. There'd only be, I don't know, four or five metres. And it's, so it looks really small, compact. Yeah. It's not. It's the same size as every ground dimensions. in the world, but it looks small <laughs> compared to Hamilton or Eden Park, which is vastness. So you've got to get your head around that. It's going to be cold, even if it's, you know, not raining. It's going to be cold, so that's a factor. But that Waikato men, surely they're used to the the elements. Hundred percent, they're used to the elements, but they're not used to the Christchurch elements. That's better. And 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 it's different again. Clearly, the the crowd are, are a voice, so really important. That first fifteen minutes of the game, they take the crowd out of their voice. Therefore, they take the referee out of making decisions. And you can argue till the cows come home, but history and all sportsmen I will say referees are influenced by hometown crowds for sure just just the noise just the the buzz of the crowd so take the referee out of that equation by taking the crowd out of that occasion by playing um, territory football holding on to the ball for long periods of time building pressure turning that pressure into points yeah absolutely smacking them early as well um, uh, yeah you mentioned that the the home field advantage, not just because of the the uh, the at the ground issue, but how how big is just being at home? I've always I've always wondered this. You know, as a fan, I didn't play the game to any uh, great degree. But how big of an advantage is it just not waking up in a hotel? Well, I mean, these these guys, like like all rugby players, all sports people, have done that a lot. So I don't know if that's a major factor okay. in terms of sleeping in another bed, which often you don't get the best night's sleep in, no. in someone else's bed. Um, you know, just a different environment. You can, I think you can you can mitigate those factors. I think it's the ground. I think it's the occasion. I think it's the crowd, that 16th man. Those things, to me, is the reason why home advantage is a thing. But belief is also a great thing, Manaya. Yeah. Belief that we've done it before. Belief that Brady Retallick's coming back to his absolute menacing best. We've got a different front row than the last time we lost them. Peter Guth, who, who wasn't there for the Hamilton game, will be back playing. You know, we don't know about Sam Kane, but Luke Jacobson is getting in a great form. Brad Weber is doing what he he's doing. He we've got does. some innovation coming. So all of those factors, and we've been on a really great roll, confident because I've done it before. There's a lot of reasons to believe why the Chiefs can go back down there once more and be successful. Yeah. And you absolutely got to believe wholeheartedly all right throughout the week. They don't have to do much training, but they just have to keep believing in themselves that they are good enough. I'm going to stick on Brody's tails. I'm going to stick on Brad's tails and do whatever they do. Of Sam Kane, the All Black Skip's going to be down there. <laughs> I'm just going to be alongside Sam Kane and believe, believe, believe things will happen. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, so so maybe I won't go. We won't look too far ahead, but, but if we're looking back the last few games, the Chiefs have had a pretty rough run through up until now. Not necessarily uh, rough in terms of we thought they were going to lose any of these games, but you know, you, you cast your mind back just a couple of weeks ago against the Drawer, they eked out the, the win by one point, um, and then you know, obviously then they've had to take on the Tars. They've now got a what's shaping up to be match of the season against the Crusaders. 
I guess they wouldn't have it any other way. But when you look at the other side of the draw, the Blues have they've kind of they're going to waltz through, aren't they? It, it would seem so. Yeah, it would seem. But but the Chiefs aren't in control of that whatsoever, are they? they no. mean, and once once you start thinking about the other side <laughs> of the draw or how our season has been up until this point, it takes you away from absolute your your forward focus of what. You need to be. I mean, you look at the Chiefs' season as a whole, and you talked about some of the highs and the lows and the ebbs on the flow. Well, this is a season, not just the Chiefs, but for all teams, Manai has been a season like none other. Oh. Have that, you know, with the COVID effectiveness, you know, injuries up and down, the, the different stop start nature of this competition. But that is all kind of behind them now. They're, they're here now in the moment. I think as a, as a player, they'll need to do their work during the week, absolutely, to get themselves physically right. But this is in the head. This is all in the head. Believe that you can do it. When you have, once more, keep going on about Brady Rotelic, Brad Weber. They are our All Blacks, Quinta Pye. These are our leaders yeah. and the Chiefs. You know, Angus Tarval in the front row playing outstandingly well. Let's get them behind those men. Believe you can win. Absolutely commit to the win. You know, my head, and this is 1-15, to Manoa, I always wanted to be the player of the day. I want to be that guy yeah. and just play your ass off to be that guy. The other 14 mates do exactly the same. The outcome is what we're after. Well, you've convinced me, mate. I'm ready to run through a brick wall after <laughs> that. Uh, we're going to find out the result uh, on Saturday. The Crusaders taking the... Sorry, Friday. Uh, the Crusaders taking on the Chiefs, 7.05pm. Uh, thanks very much for another week. Chiefs money, Ian Jones. Thanks very much. Go the Chiefs. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.